and welcome to Screen Babble, your guide to what to watch. We'll be tuning into hours and hours of TV so we can tell you what you need to be switching on and what's to be avoided. I'm your host, Kelly Crichton, and once again this week, I'm joined by Alex Morland and Stephen Ross, our resident TV critics. They live to stream in the name of great viewing. Don't forget, you can also see us now on Shots. Just jump over to Freeview, channel 276, which is brought to you by a network of journalists across the country who are transforming stories at the heart of your community into great TV. You'll find true crime stories, football news and analysis, plus coverage of lifestyle TV, film and much more. Back to the podcast. If you haven't tuned in before, each week we'll be chatting about what we're watching as well as looking more closely at a new programme or something making the headlines on the deep dive. This week, I'm delighted to say that Susanna Seeley, National World Sports Reporter Extraordinaire, is here to give us a preview of the World Cup final. Finally, we go back to the future to tell you about a programme you may have missed when it first aired or streamed. This week, Stephen tells us about bad education because they're filming a new series, I think. And he'll fill us in on that later. But first, we like to talk about what everyone has been watching recently. So, Alex, what have you been watching? You were on holidays. Did you get much um, TV viewing in? Less, less than usual. But I'm, I'm catching up already. Mm-hmm. Um, the main thing was was that Greg Wallace documentary from the other week, which I don't think I don't think you you know it was. Um, no, I can't. I don't. Know. Should I spoil it, Stephen? Or do we care? It's been a few weeks. I think the cat's out of the bag now. Yeah. So he did this this documentary where he goes to a special factory that's making a, a special meat that will solve the cost of living crisis, whatever. Okay. It's human meat and like small children. Um, I heard something vaguely about this and I was like, uh, don't I heard, I heard the whole, if you watch this, you'd want to stop eating or making, buying food in supermarkets or something like that. That was the kind of headline. Was that, this was this. Yeah. 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 Oh, I mean, it's, God. yeah, it was, it was weird. Um, maybe time to be a vegetarian. Okay. Re- rewind. Oh. Sorry. Rewind. <laughs> I, I'm confused. Right. So. Where is this place that he went to? That's got. That's it's not. Making... It's not a real place. It's. It's. It's all made up. Oh thank God! All right. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. They don't. They don't officially reveal that it was all made up. Okay. So okay. The okay, first okay. like few minutes of it. Okay. You're thinking this is weird, and then presumably at different points, yeah. different audience members will eventually clock that they're not, not actually farming children. Thank God. And then towards the end, it really goes off the rails. Um, I don't know if you've been in a few places I've been when I was travelling. I wouldn't put it past some people yeah. to eat children, to be honest with you. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> that's all a bit grim. I was starting off on a very grim note yeah, today was, in the podcast. <laughs> it was good. Would, would it say. was good. <laughs> would recommend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> children being it was, eaten. It was, it was well done. It was yeah. well done. Okay. All right. Okay. I still don't think I'm going to watch it. It's just too much. I think <laughs> but, if if you know the sort of the twist, it's, yes. it's probably not worth. Okay. It, well, but. sorry everyone if we've ruined that. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, okay. Cool. Anything else? Anything else? No, you that's to that's it for me. That's for you. Week. All right. Uh, what about you, Stephen? Uh, I started watching the Thin Blue Line, the Rowan Atkinson um, comedy series oh from God. way back when. Wow, I haven't heard of that in a long, long time. Yes, what do you think? Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, there's like two or three like really funny jokes in each episode. It's just there's a lot of padding between them of just like mm. fairly dated 90s comedy. But I mean, they're mm. like shy of half hour episodes. Rowan Atkinson's obviously great um, and the yeah. supporting cast are pretty funny. It's just not on the same level as other sort of classic comedies i guess it's not like um mm. fully towers but it's uh 
it's definitely definitely worth giving a go it is very funny yeah. at points I find Ron Atkinson a bit marmite I don't know what the rest of you think Do you, like he's one of those people isn't he I think it's the whole Mr Bean character probably but yeah I don't know I was never a big fan I, I love Blackadder yeah I'm a big Blackadder well, fan yeah. as well but I think he always sort of takes it slightly too far at the yeah. end yeah, 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 you're right, Susanna. You're absolutely right. Um, okay, so that was Thin Blue Line. What is that? Britbox or something, is it? Amazon Prime, I want to say. Oh, okay, all right, okay. Uh, all right, anything else? Anything else on the telly this week? Well, I've just I've been watching the football, but I imagine we'll come to that later on. Good, yes, we will, absolutely. Um, Susanna, tell us, what have you been watching besides the football as well? <laughs> <laughs> so unfortunately, sitcom-wise, it's nothing particularly intellectual and I'm late to the train, but I started watching Shit's Creek on Netflix. Oh yeah, um, quality. And I, yeah, getting into that, very much enjoying that. It's very silly, yeah. Um, yeah. but very good sort of one-liners here and there. Yeah. Um, something different at the end of the day, just to zone out of. Yeah, actually, it is a bit different. That's a good way of describing it. It is, I think, you know, a shining light of American sitcoms in the last 10 or 15 years. Isn't it um, Canadian? Is it Canadian? Oops. Whoops. Same, same thing. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Alex. <laughs> um, so, but that's that's quite a long, there's quite a few series, isn't there? I think there are, but I'm managing to get yeah. through them at quite some speed, which is slightly worrying. Um, yeah. I think the episodes are only about sort of 20 minutes, so they're not too long. Yeah. We always have this debate about, you know, whether you should be, um, I'm a great fan of spacing things out. I do kind of one of each program each week, which is very old fashioned, I know, and linear. But um, especially if you're enjoying, enjoying something, though, it kind of um, makes it last. But um, OK, cool. Shit's Creek. And uh, anything else? Anything else? Do you see any films or anything recently? Uh, I'm yet to see the new Offenheimer, but I have seen Barbie recently, and that was. I saw Barbie too, oh, and I forgot brilliant. to talk about it last week. Did you guys see Barbie yet, yeah. Alex and Stephen? Yeah. What did you think? Yeah, oh, it was good, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was good fun. Yeah, really Although I had two that. small children with me, and I had to go to the toilet like four times, so I feel like I missed a whole chunk of the film. But you know, <laughs> that'll bring that'll be something new. There'll be did, a new element to it when I watch it on streaming. Did you catch the "I'm Just Ken" song? No, I missed well, that. Right, then yeah, you oh, missed, you missed the a treat there, yeah. yeah. You better go back. And I missed the bit where they're, is that the bit where they're on a big massive tandem bike, some of the guys, and yeah. stuff. I missed that bit as well, because I've seen some clips and I've been like, didn't see that. <laughs> Did you all so, dress up for it? Absolutely I had not. a pink, I had a pink uh, Adidas hoodie on. <laughs> <laughs> so I technically did, I suppose, yeah. But that no, was it, I went I on like a sort of Wednesday night or something. So I was very much mm-hmm. like leggings, hoodie type sit at the back. I, I'm not too sure. Like I know people did the Barbenheimer thing, you know, the back to back. And I'm I'm not sure I could have yeah. been able for that. Like I, f- I feel like that would have been like a lot. You know? It was all right. It was all right because there were two totally different films. So it, Oh, you did it, Stephen, did you? I, I did it. I, we sort of had a break, break for a drink and, uh, and lunch between. I didn't wear the hat. Because when I put the hat on, I, I bought a Oppenheimer hat specifically. But when I put it oh, on, it made me look really, really odd. Not like, not like a <laughs> not like usual. It's more like a, like a. Um, Have like you got the hat? Armor Can we see the hat? Can we see the hat? Yeah. Okay. This is the second time the hat made an appearance on the podcast. Well, now that we're on TV, if you're listening, you can go and watch it on the telly. Oh. It doesn't look. As bad, but it looks more wizardy than. Um, You're like a wandering minstrel of some sort. But um, so 
So I just went or else some folk hero with the Oppenheimer tie. Um, and then I had a, a pink tie, which I switched out for, for Barbie. Oh, well, I'm I'm loving your enthusiasm, Stephen. I thought you would be like not the person for uh, for throwing on a pink tie for Barbie. But um, well done. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet. Oppenheimer yet. I'm dying to see it. But it's, uh, it's such a huge commitment. It's so long trying to get a babysitter to come and Yeah. So I need to figure out in the next few weeks. Plus, it's Edinburgh festival time. So if I have any spare time, we're going to shows and things like that. So, yeah, it's a good complaint. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. Did 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 you guys talk about Oppenheimer the week I wasn't here a few weeks ago? I, I know we spoke about Barbie because I've oh, just okay. seen it and wore my pink yeah. jumper and everything. But oh. I haven't seen Oppenheimer yet. Okay. It's yeah. probably going to be my favourite film of the year by the end. Is, of it, the is it as good as Tenet? Oh, it's it absolutely. I, I obviously, as Alex knows, I can't stand Tenet because it was just a messy, wishy washy. Oh, I love Tenet. It was really good, and we love. I loved so it. Did you like it, Alex? All the time jumps, and it makes no exactly, sense. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Whereas, yeah, but not in that time. Oppenheimer has a few timey jumps and everything, but it's just excellent. It's an excellent film. Probably Robert Downey Jr.'s best role. Mm. Um, Silly Killian Murphy's obviously fantastic in it. The the mm. pacing is a bit weird but really good. Um ah, man. Everything. Everything. Excellent. It, really, really, really good. Okay. Alex, did you say there that you didn't like Tenet or that you did? No, I, I love Tenet. I loved we're, it as we're well. Right. We're right. Yeah, we're right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, so, and and somebody was talking about how the so- how there's this controversy around the sound in his films, and I don't yeah. understand it. Like, because I actually came away from Tenet saying the use of sound in it was so good, it was like disorientating and like overwhelming, and at points because it was kind of supposed to do that. Whereas I heard this critic talking about it, saying like he needs to, he really needs to sort out the sound, and I'm like, really, really, that doesn't make any sense to me. But anyway, maybe we'll. Have a Christopher Nolan um, special <laughs> sometime. Um, okay, well, briefly then. Uh, yes, I'm with you, Susanna. Not watching anything particularly highbrow. Now, I did finish, and also uh, in line with what I was saying about taking ages to finish things. I finished Handmaid's Tale, which finished the end of last year. I've just finished it, um, the fifth series. And I thought it was the last series. And I was on the last episode and I was thinking... This is really sluggish for a finale, finale. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, my God, there's another one coming. Slightly glad, also slightly sad because I was like, I thought that was it. <laughs> it's taken me so long to watch it. So uh, but a very good season finale for season five. Excellent. Really good. I was like, oh, my God. Right at the end. It's very good. So recommend. Um, I also finished the most recent series of Grey's Anatomy, which has a, always has a blow away like cliffhanger. Somebody gets, you know, there's always like a car crash or somebody Something happens, somebody or whatever. So that was very enjoyable as well. And I enjoyed this series of Grey's Anatomy because they have a whole new host of interns in it and they are actually interesting and good for once. The last few sets of interns that came in were kind of boring, whereas they seem to have hit on a good uh, mix of them this time. And the last thing I wanted to mention was I finished Taboo as well, actually, Stephen. The thing you... Ah, you um, From about five weeks it. ago when we discussed it. Yeah, so... God, it was so dark and heavy, but what a cast and... Yeah, kept me kind of involved the whole way along and definitely felt like there was room for the next series, you know, when they're yeah. 
heading off at the end of that that um, series. So anyway, but the one thing I did want to mention was Henpocalypse. Have you heard about this? Uh, I've heard about it, yeah, but I don't know much about it. It's BBC Two it's on, actually, which strangely. Mm. Comedy. Um, I watched the first episode of it and I was like, this looks diabolical. But I just kind of was intrigued. And actually, two or three very good laugh out loud moments. Some of it, it's, it's totally bizarre. The whole premise is that these group of women go off on a hen weekend. And in the meantime, there is a pandemic and all the men in the world die, essentially. And But they have a they have a man with them, a stripper. And they sort of emerge from this um, rural countryside retreat and come out into the world and you know it's been it's like end of days or whatever so um very pleasantly surprised and will watch another episode so uh recommend there you go uh okay now on to more serious matters and more pressing and more internationally uh, relevant and um exciting i would say uh, the world cup so we're recording this just before the last semi-final which is a bit of a shame because we can't say for certain whether england or australia will be in the final but Susanna's going to talk us through briefly um what she thinks is going to happen in the match today <laughs> and then maybe what we can look forward to um on sunday including sort of what the shenanigans are around a World Cup finale or final closing ceremony or whatever. So, Susanna, over to you. Tell us. Yeah, well, this is a bit unfortunate because I'm being very optimistic about England's chances mm-hmm. in the semi-final. Okay, let's do that then. That's fine. Um, let's go with it. You're the yeah. sports pundit, so we're going to... Is that? <laughs> do you think it is bias or do you think that's a balanced view then? No, I think Australia... If I'm going to be... You know, I do think Australia probably do have a better chance. They've got some really good players. Obviously, they're playing in front of a home crowd. Yes. Um, and I don't know if you've caught any of their matches but like the sort of Matilda fans as they're called they've just gone nuts and they've been like really carrying the team along um it's been okay. really exciting to watch but obviously for England playing it's not quite not quite what we want and I think in the Euros we saw how much the fans really backed um the Lionesses yes. and it made like such a huge difference so yeah. I'm just being more optimistic in saying that England okay. are going to be there on Sunday is but, there a lot of English fans out there? Or what was the turnout like for the last few matches? I have to say, I don't know. But I read somewhere that we could very much be sort of within 10% of the fans for this match. Oh, God. Um, okay. So it's not looking hugely promising if we're relying no. on sort of fans to help Aust- us through. Australia fans have been booking seats in, in the British yeah. fans, haven't they? To oh. sort of disrupt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. I think, am, am I right yeah. in saying they're called the Matildas? Is that right? The, yeah. The, is that their kind of nickname, the Aussie ladies team? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so it actually comes from an old uh, Australian what? song called Waltzing, Waltzing Matilda. Matilda. Yeah. It was like a competition where the fans were asked to pick which nickname they wanted their team oh. to be called, um, Matilda being one of them. There are some others which I can't remember, but they were all slightly bizarre. That was a very formal nicknaming process, wasn't it? Yeah, a bit different <laughs> okay. from the Lionesses, which just happened by chance, I think. Yeah, you would think that would be a kind of a natural thing, but yeah, fair enough, whatever floats your boat. So, okay, so we have, um, we're being hopeful England will win today and we will be looking forward to an England-Spain 
final. Am I right? Oh, God, I yeah. thought I got that wrong for a second. On Sunday. So talk us through what um, what that looked like in terms of, is there going to be a bit of pomp and circumstance? Is there playoffs for third place and all that? When does that all happen yeah, as well? Yeah, there are. And I should know off the top of my head when they are. <laughs> I don't. It'll be before will, Sunday, is it? It will yeah. be on Sunday. Um, it usually takes place the same day. There's just slightly less okay. around it. Um, yep. I think there was a closing ceremony as well. Um, the band like Tones and I are reportedly playing and they've got right. a new track that's coming out, which I think they'll be performing at the closing ceremony. Oh, cool. Um, okay. So, yeah, that's what i uh, got to look forward to as well as, yep. you know, just a bit of football on the side as well. Um, yeah, yeah. But no, it should be whoever plays in the final. I mean, Spain are a phenomenal team. They've got some incredible mm-hmm. players. So it should be a really good, really good match to watch. And uh, what time is it on it? And I presume it's on BBC One. It is. Yes, I should have all this information to hand. Um, I think <laughs> BBC and ITV are going to um, be sharing the broadcasting. Okay. Um, much like they did in Qatar. And yes, yes okay. Evans just pointed out this for 11. So. Yeah, it's, it's 11. I was like, I, I went to, there's something about how you interpret things there, but anyway. <laughs> okay, so 11 o'clock. Yeah, no, 11 a.m. Okay, and so that'll be quite late in the day, obviously, in Australia. But, um, oh, yes, yeah, no, I was going to say, how how do you think it has gone in terms of, I mean, I think the European Championships kind of ignited an interest in women's football that maybe has never been seen before, you know, and and their win obviously has done great things in terms of drawing attention to women's football. And then to have the World Cup, come in at the back of that and for England to be doing so well it it seems to me like it's all been quite a positive thing generally speaking yeah. and they're seeing a lot more fans and a lot more interest in what's going on yeah 100% I think for me what's been amazing about this one in particular and it's definitely come off the back of um, the Euros last year is that um, it's, it's a weird anecdote but um, so my mum was telling me the other day that she sort of um, offhandedly caught my dad and uncle just like getting really animated talking about um, the like most recent England match um, uh-huh. and it's just not that they're not they wouldn't usually watch it but you you know you don't usually get sort of the slightly yeah. older gentleman um, yes. talking in such like animated fashion about this yeah. and then actually just this morning went on TikTok as you do um, and there was a sort of man who'd stopped his like workout in the gym to like catch up on whatever was happening um, oh, yeah. on the TV and it's sort of small things like that that is actually like yeah. really grabbing the attention of just this yeah. sort of ordinary football fan and we are getting to the point yeah. where like actually everyone wants to talk about it now and it's not yeah. just a sort of bracketed people it's definitely becoming more mainstream if you will yeah you're right I saw a tweet similar like that an anecdote where this woman had got into a taxi and the taxi driver said oh did you see the yeah. match last night and the match was a yeah. women's match you know it wasn't he didn't say what match it was or whatever you know the big match yeah. was a, a women's match which was kind of unheard of for the to be talked about in such casual terms you know and, Absolutely. and yeah so no that's great that's all really positive and like it's fantastic to see such um a platform be given to women's sports um on tv as well so long may that last uh, in lots of different sports as well um okay thank you for that Susanna we will look forward to seeing the final on Sunday whoever's uh, there but you know hopefully Lionesses will be there <laughs> um okay so Stephen we're coming over to you so to talk about bad education because yeah. you were just saying off air there that there is a new series being filmed so talk to us 
Yeah, so Bad Education is the Jack Whitehall comedy series sitcom set in uh, Abbey Grove School in, in somewhere in Hertfordshire. The first season came out in 2012 and then it ran for three seasons until 2014. And in 2022, they had a 10-year reunion special. And then in 2023, a fourth season came out um, with a slightly different cast, well, quite a different cast, actually. And then... Um, this month they were they'd started filming a fifth season so is jack whitehall still in it no so he obviously he created the show and he was the lead as the wickers the sort of hapless teacher who was in love with another teacher rosie gulliver played by uh sarah sulliman um and after the third season they all returned for the reunion special and in the special Alfie Wickers decides to leave for India where his girlfriend Rosie Gulliver is now working uh, with disadvantaged students and two of the students that were in the original series are now teachers at the school oh Um, very good so the new season season four and season five which is coming out will star um, Leighton Williams um, as Stephen Carmichael, one of the students who is now one of the teachers. He's also in um, Strictly Come Dancing, is it? Is that the one? Uh, so he's That's sort of a big name one. at the minute. Um, <laughs> he's in Strictly this year. He's on Strictly this year. Yeah. That's- oh, okay. That's it. And then Charlie Vernon uh, returns as Mitchell, who was like one of the terrors of the class, who is now a, a PE teacher having sort of wrangled uh-huh. way into the job by pretending to be somebody else in the reunion special. Um, do you know Do you know if they're the same actors that played the kids? Yeah, yeah, they are. The, yeah. So, oh, like, the oh, kids were, were probably in their 20s when they were playing 16-year-olds anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah they enough. really don't look that different. Like, yeah. I mean, in the nicest way to, to Mitchell's character, he's... He's beefed out a bit. He's more of a portly older fella now. But, <laughs> right. I mean, okay. that's sort of, it's his character as the, like, doesn't give a shit PE teacher that's just... <laughs> put on, like, adult. a trench coat and smoke a cigarette and he'll yeah. be an adult. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, I think the problem is Jack Whitehall did sort of carry the series. He was the big name attached. It came out as he was film as he was doing um, Fresh Meat, which is another fantastic... Um, education-based sitcom, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is almost a sequel to that in that in, in Fresh Meat, he's a student that doesn't really apply himself to his geology course that he sort of took because he just wanted to go to uni. And it seems like the natural progression would be for him to panic, not know what to do, and then become a teacher at a school in Hertfordshire. <laughs> so it does almost, right. almost watch them as a, on top of it. Yes. But, yeah, the... The first three seasons with Jack Whitehall are actually very funny. Um, that you've got some great guest stars. Um, Harry Enfield plays um, Jack Whitehall's dad in the series. Um, David Bradley from from Harry Potter's in there. He appears for one episode. Jack Whitehall's mother makes an appearance. Um, it's a great cast. Matthew Horn also is the head teacher in the first three seasons, and. As of the reunion special, uh, a canteen worker because 
while he was a crap head teacher and they kept trying to get rid of him by offering him increasingly degrading jobs and he just kept accepting them. So <laughs> very good. Okay. Um, All right. So generally um very positive, very funny, and very maybe you've time to catch up catch up now before the new series starts. Yeah. yeah. There is a downgrading quality when, when Jack Whitehall leaves, but Yeah. You know, it's Does well, he still write it? I presume he's I still writes it all now. Oh, really? Yeah, well, okay. sort of moved on to other things. Okay. Good um, where is it? Where is it on? It's all on iPlayer. Um, so I assume the new series when it airs will be airing on BBC One. No, BBC Three, sorry. Yeah. But that won't be for a while as they're still filming. But the first four seasons are on iPlayer now. Cool. Excellent. Thank you so much, Stephen. That's it for us this week. Thank you for joining us. Do look out for Friday morning's Screen Babble Weekend Watch, which will preview what to watch over the weekend and beyond, not just the football. Uh, if you have any suggestions for what TV we need to get into our lives, please do drop us a line via our social media on Twitter at National World TV and on other platforms at National World. You can also sign up to our wonderful weekly TV newsletter by going to nationalworld.com forward slash newsletter. We'd love for you to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast so we can reach as many TV lovers as possible. We'll be back again next week with more Screen Babble. And thanks to Susanna for joining us today. And well done on all your coverage of the World Cup. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, everybody. Bye. Bye.